Y'all ready for this? Okay, I love that. We should make that the intro music. We are back with another episode of We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And we're discussing episode 17 of season one, The New Normal. Original air date was Valentine's Day of 2011, written by Joseph Darty and directed by Michael Grossman. It's parent-teacher conferences. I just spit all over the mic. I apologize. (laughs) Is there spit on my laptop? It's parent-teacher conferences, and one little liar's father sits face-to-face with the love of her life. Better believe that A has something to say about it. A had nothing to say about that, actually. They didn't uh, text Arya. No, they didn't. They had nothing. They seem to be protecting Azaria. I know. What's that about? I don't know. You tell me. Mm, I don't know. Maybe I know. Maybe I don't. What you know now, does it make sense they're being protected? Or you're like, it? you don't think they really thought about it? I... Can't confirm I, or deny? I'm going to say it doesn't make sense that they're protected. Okay. okay but okay. that's just my memory of things to come. Okay. Spencer and the girls, they're trying to figure out the braille that Toby has given to Spencer, what it all can mean. And uh, so she comes up when she transcribes it as being the letters B-A-D, bad. And they're like, is this a trick? Maybe not. Emily and Spencer don't think that Toby would do that. Ari is not really so sure. So Spencer decides she's going to go talk to Toby about it. But at this point, he is being asked to go down to the station. He has doesn't really know what it's about. Um, and then Spencer questions, what is BAD? Is this a joke? And he says, no, you're reading it wrong. Yeah. So what do you think did bad mean something? Well, I just got a kick out of when Spencer wrote it. She wrote the A oh. with like the line through like that we've been that advertised we, yes. as A writes A. I don't know. Uh-huh. I thought maybe it was like B-A-D. Yes, that spells bad, but an acronym for something. Right, could, mean, so could it be initials to something? Right, right. That's what I thought. Yes. Yeah, so he tells her, no, you're reading it wrong, but please come back on Saturday morning because Jenna will be at her flute lessons, which Michelle thought was so funny. We also didn't get to see her play flute. No, but we will next week. Okay, good. Okay. And then at that point, a text Spencer that Jenna's going to be so pissed. <laughs> so later... The girls see Jenna at a clothing store trying on some lingerie. Is that what that was? I guess. It was like lacy. I don't know if it was lingerie or if it was just kind of like a nighttime, you know, little nightgown to situation. To me, it looked like a funeral outfit. But then she's like, <laughs> what'd she say? He's going to love it he or it's perfect? Lace. He loves lace. He loves lace. What the fuck? <laughs> it's super creepy. Also, it's <laughs> creepy to me that these two, we have not seen parents. No. And you know what? It, I don't recall really almost ever seeing them. I could be so wrong. I remember some things about later down the line, we learned some things about Toby's mom. I remember that, but I don't know anything about Toby's dad, anything about Jenna's mom. I don't really remember that. So stuff. it's Toby's mom married Jenna's dad. No, opposite. It's Toby's dad married Jenna's mom. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So it's Saturday morning and Spencer goes to see Toby. And as she knocks on the door, the door basically pushes open with her knocking. And so she goes in and she ends up in Jenna's room and she finds her snow globe collection, which always reminds me of Just Friends. If you know, you know, my Mm. snow globe collection, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is so mysterious. Like, why do you have so many snow globes? But 
I guess she likes her snow globes. And then Toby's like, you need to put that shit back because she'll know if you've touched it. Yeah. And at that point, he tells her that he's going to get his ankle monitor taken off because the charges so far have been dropped and the blood evidence seems to be corrupt. Mm-hmm. So Spencer's like excited and he, Toby's excited. Well, Toby should be excited. Of course. And Spencer's like, let me drive you to the station. <laughs> and so as they're leaving... Jenna pulls up in a taxi to take Toby because she hears the good news, but he chooses to take Spencer hand in hand. Yeah. Hand in hand, which infuriates Jenna because as we know, Jenna doesn't like her, nor does she like any of Allie's friends. And so then after they leave the police department, Spencer takes Toby like to the outskirts of town where the town sign is because he's a free man and he can go anywhere. And during that time, the two discuss what the braille actually meant and she realizes that letters and numbers in braille could mean the same thing so she thinks it's 214 they both don't really know what 214 means but they're going to investigate a little bit further and then toby tells spencer that he heard jenna on the phone with someone he doesn't know who it was but after the conversation She had printed the Braille and he had made a copy shaded over the Braille so that he could show it to Spencer. And then he says, well, I think Jenna is afraid of you. She's afraid of Allie's friends. And then he admits that he used to be afraid of her, but he's not really afraid of her anymore. So I didn't really know what he meant by that. I know he obviously he's getting over being afraid of Jenna, but I didn't know if that meant like maybe some like sexual things were not happening anymore oh like he stopped that completely so now he's not afraid of her yeah i think he gained some control back of his life and also he's been through some shit and so jenna seems less scary also i just thought of this this episode aired on valentine's day yes and the numbers 214 exactly isn't that fun cute cute. a little trivia Mm -hmm. so when spencer drives toby home they are passing a motel now this is the motel that i had referenced actually last week which yes. is so funny yes yes okay and the camera zooms in on the door and the number on the door is 214 so jenna seems to be specifically concerned and fearful of spencer so it seems so it seems. What do you think about the car ride, though? Okay. Well, looking, not looking, looking. Yeah, like glances, typical. Is he looking at me? Is she looking at me? Right. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. Right. Same. These two new ships that perhaps are happening, I don't hate. Agreed. I can't wait to discuss. Actually, three. We have three ships on the horizon. Oh, you're right. We do. Okay, let's go to the next ship. Okay. Hannah. So Hannah, I know, right? We're, oh God, so excited. So Hannah and Ashley are taking the last bit of freezer money, which was about $3,000 to Mrs. Potter's safety deposit box. Ooh, just for peace of mind. Right. Just to say, we got it out of here. I don't want to think about it anymore. So Ashley heads to work and to her surprise, Mrs. Potter's distant great nephew is interested in her accounts, right, and her safety deposit box. (laughs) So she's very surprised as Mrs. Potter didn't have any living relatives, nor was she really close with anyone. He tells her that his name is James Leland, and he's an architect from Syracuse, and she never forgot his birthday. So that just makes you a 
you know, the owner of her safety deposit box. I don't really understand how that works. Well, it's kind of like next in line and it seems like no one close was alive. So, so fall. He, right. he said his gram, his grandfather married her sister. Yeah. Which makes him her technical great nephew. nephew. Yeah. So Ashley's like, okay, well, I'll need to see some ID. And of course he has everything ready. And so to, you know, bide some time, she is you know trying to make it where she can't necessarily get him into the safety deposit box that day and he's like no problem i'll be in town he gives her his number and he's like let's talk about things over a drink and she's like i'm not so sure about that but to butter him up she does go and it seems like he's gonna butter her up too yeah do you think he was doing this to get away with his transaction or was he actually really interested while he's in town this is kind of like the cherry on top let me go on a date Mm. With this very attractive woman who also just happens to be an officer at the bank. Yeah, I think it's probably a little bit of both, right? Like he's in town, he's suspicious, and he's going to try and take like the heat off of him by impressing her a little bit and buttering her up. And Ashley's like doing the same exact thing because she doesn't want him to really look into the safety deposit box as much as he doesn't want her to look into his safety deposit box passed I right guess. right right yeah um yeah so he comes to pick up ashley and at this point caleb is at the Marin's house he has invited himself over he thinks it's time that he meet hannah's mother it's so cute and uh you can tell that hannah and ashley are a little bit sus of this james leland and then caleb realizes that there there's something's weird about him and so when ashley leaves caleb's like huh, you said he was an architect? It's weird. He had a really, you know, the, plastic a pen. plastic pen. That's yeah. not really how architects roll. I also just love that he name dropped two types of pens and he's like, no, architects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> architects always use this type of pen or like a, a businessman would. And I was like, Caleb Rivers, you have my heart. A world of knowledge, this one. I wrote I heart CR. <laughs> Every episode, I'm going to say it. I know. We love him so Every much. Every scene. His wink? He's oh, no, so eyebrow fucking, raise. It was an eyebrow he's raise. so fucking charming. I know. He's so charming. And I was telling Michelle, like, I did not remember how charming he was. Like, I've always been a fan, but I'm like a fan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when you watch this in real time, mm. it was you, your sister, Ingrid, and your cousin, Brittany, right? Yeah. I need to know... Did they love Caleb? Yeah, we all we all stand Caleb. But you we said you ask- didn't realize until now how much you really liked him. Right. I don't. Oh, first of all, I didn't remember he came in so soon. Right. 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 So now re- remembering the beginning of his story, I think I didn't appreciate the beginning of his story because of where we go with him. Oh. And now I'm like, oh, the beginnings of like Caleb Rivers, like this person that I love, and things happen that. I look forward to. Yeah, because Liz last week was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for next week. And her and Ashley were like, yep. So this whole episode, I'm like, when is it coming? (laughs) Like, this is cool, but this isn't what I'm thinking. No, it's next week's episode, but that's okay. Okay. It will happen and you'll be so excited. Okay. So as we said, Caleb does not trust this James Leland. He takes it upon himself to go and dig further. He calls over. He's like, yeah, I was talking to people and they love to chat. And they told me uh, that James Leland died. 
he was so an actual person. He was a person, but, but he's dead. And you can assume his identity and you just weren't asking the right questions. Yes, he could be a relative of Mrs. Potter, but he's no longer with us. Mm. So then Hannah tries to warn Ashley and Ashley doesn't really trust Caleb's opinion. And also she's like, I don't want to stir the pot anymore. I don't want any more red flags pointed my way here. So she keeps it in the back of her mind. And when James goes to see the remnants of Mrs. Potter's box, he's <laughs> bucks. He's like, this is not what I thought. The family rumors that she had a lot of dough. And Ashley's like, well, um, the banks don't really encourage people to keep a lot of money in their safety deposit boxes. And then she can see that he's a little bit upset about this quantity of money and she asks him well where do you bank and mm-hmm. i think we can get this transaction happening if you want to call your bank and you can see he just he shuts it off he brushes it he brushes it off and then he leaves the money and then he just puts the money back so i don't know if like he realized that she was on to him yes i think so right and he is like okay i'm not gonna take this money it was kind of like this unspoken she right she was like what are you in- implying right someone touched this money Right. No, because you're not the real, you right. know, gra- uh, grandson, nephew. Uh, nephew. Yeah. Right. Are we Are we actually done with I this I think now? we're actually done with this. I'm sorry. Okay. I honestly thought we were done with this yeah. before, but I remember this storyline and this is the last of it. All right. So we have the juicy bits of the Haleb. The Haleb. Literally the Haleb. I just spilled the beans. Caleb. The Haleb. So Caleb is still sleeping in the basement and he's coming up to basically just shower and eat when Ashley goes and so hannah ends up having to wash his beanie in the sink and she has to return it to him soaking wet because ashley came in and so then everyone is kind of staring and seeing what's happening between hannah and caleb and they're forming their own opinions and everyone's opinion is this seems wrong this seems bad maybe you shouldn't be talking to caleb and hannah's like calm down peeps first of all toby Right. Okay. Toby. And also, he's just like, he's a friend. And everyone keeps saying, well, he seems like he's a rebound for Sean. And she's like, that's not the case. Mm. So after Caleb helps Hannah, she thanks him. And earlier in the day, he talks about how he could potentially be moving to Arizona and stay with a friend. And he's like, will you miss me? And I was like, (laughs) it's so cute. The flirtatious banter. I love it so much. I love it. Yeah. And, but he's, he seems to be sticking around. Yeah. To see what's happening. Arizona will always be there. And they have like a lingering moment for a second, which I was like, she's like, (laughs) and Liz was like, let it, I was like, go slow, (laughs) just slow. (laughs) And I'm like, no, give me this kiss. I know. I know it's, it's built up. But as a, a viewer, I know, as a viewer, I appreciate this, actually. As okay. a second time viewer, I should yeah, say, yeah, like, yeah. I'm so ready for it that I almost like love watching it play out. I get it. Yeah. Um. So then he heads back into the basement and Hannah gets an, a knock on the door and it's an, extermina- an exterminator looking for A, which is <laughs> so funny about an infestation in the basement. So obviously A knows Caleb is hiding out. All right. Over to Aria, unfortunately. Oh, man. <laughs> Where was her feather earrings? Is that next week? It might. Did we already? Because you were like, I know she there wears were big, like, very big metal leaf earrings. Oh, leaf earrings. Oh, they might be in next week's episode. I'm sorry. I'm getting next everything. Week next is week is a super good episode. Built up. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'm excited yeah. for it. 
Arya, she's still pissed at Hannah, but they quickly resolve it. Thank Lord Jesus, baby, because I could not take any more of her pettiness. Yeah. Yeah. So Ella, we see her at school and she seems to be getting pretty friendly with Mr. Fritz, Mr. Frizzle, Mr. Frizzle. (laughs) And he and another teacher invite Ella to go to this on this trip to meet this author that they all admire. And then later, Ella talks to Byron about parent-teacher conferences and how she's excited for Ezra to uh, for him to meet Ezra as well, and in addition to her French teacher, I forget his name. And then mentions, oh yeah, and Ezra and I are taking a little trip together. And Ezra was a sight to see when he stuck up to a parent. I'm like, girl, you are really like crushing on Ezra. And then you made a good point. You're just, just she's just trying to make her ex husband jealous. Because wouldn't you? Yes. I so would do this. Yes. Like, like it makes sense now because it just seems it's real not, it weird. was too much. It was it's too, too much. much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's like, Oh, you can see why Arya like has you know, loves him. And so then Arya and Ezra meet up later on at his apartment for some takeout. And he's like, I'm meeting your dad tomorrow. She's like, I know. It's like this big thing. It's going to be great. You're meeting the dad, marrying the parents. And he's so nervous. He's nervous. And it's funny because, you know, Byron's not going to think twice about it. Right. And also you're meeting each other as student's father and teacher, not boyfriend. Right. It's a totally different situation. Yeah. When Ezra and Byron do meet, Byron is, I mean, oozing with jealousy, yeah. saying, you're taking my wife out. My wife doesn't even like this off- author. And I, what kind of taste in authors do you have? And they don't even talk about Arya at all. And so when Ezra tells Arya about this, she's like, there's no way. There's no way my dad acted like this. He's like, no, your dad is either crazy or like he knows because this something is not right. He hates me. He hates me. And so Arya says to her dad what happened at parent-teacher conferences, and he's like, oh, he's like got a boyish smile that he uses. He's very attractive. I can see why you and your mother and everyone likes him. And Arya's like, I see what's happening here, dad. The whole, this trip that you're, you guys are, they're going on is really just the whole department, and you're kind of blowing it out of proportion. And you're judging a book by its cover. And he's like, well, sometimes you don't need to, like, see what's inside to know what's on the outside or something stupid. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, but once he hears that the Ella trip is with the whole faculty department, he gets over it. He calls Ezra and leaves a voicemail as Arya and Ezra are making out very violently. And, violently? Uh, they're just, like, passionately. <laughs> If you call it that, it's not, it wasn't violent. I mean, I'm not team Azaria, but violent was strong. Okay. Harsh. It was supposedly Wait, harsh tie. Supposedly passionate. <laughs> um, but it was just like a sloppy mess. And he leaves him a voicemail stating, like, I'm sorry about the way I acted. We should get a beer sometime. Over to Emily. This stuff is good. Emily. <laughs> My goodness. Good. So. Emily has to deal with the wrath of Paige McCullers' dad, Nick McCullers. Now, everyone knows him as, like, library board. Like, he's a parent that all the other parents don't really like. Okay, I'm glad because I think I missed, like, who he is. Yeah, so it's Paige's dad. He is, um, as you can see, a hard ass that... Mm -hmm. uh, is not very nice. Involved. And, And he's very overly involved. 
So he goes up to the staff of teachers at the in the cafeteria and he demands to see the coach and the coach apparently has been dodging his calls. And so then Ezra stands up and he's like trying to alleviate the stress of the situation, tries to calm him down. But the whole cafeteria is staring like it's quiet. And it seems as though that Nick is making a speech about how Emily is not better than Paige and she's only getting preferential treatment because doesn't say it, but we're to believe that it's because she's gay. So Paige then runs up to Emily after that and she's like, I did not tell my dad anything. She's so intense in this episode. Yeah. Like I mean, in her, her face. face. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> in your face intense. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't tell my dad anything. He must have found out from someone else. And Emily's like, that I'm gay? Like, why? You know, and she's like, I need to go. Like, she doesn't want to give Paige the time of day. Paige even tries to explain that, like, she was telling her dad that she didn't slack off. And they won. Like, they both tied. Right. And he just still made a whole production about it. It's so, so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. If I was a page, I would hide in the bathroom and be like, I didn't know my dad came in and I'm sorry. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm never coming back to school. Yeah. The same. I would be so embarrassed and mortified. Yeah. And she feels badly because it's, it's affecting Emily too. It's not like my dad's making a whole production about me. It's like, he's blaming someone else for me. Right. So Pam heads to school for parent-teacher conferences and she sees Ella and Ella has to fill her in because as we know, Emily is not going to tell her anything. So Emily and Pam have a quick talk and Pam can't believe that Emily didn't say anything to her. But Emily's like, can you blame me? Right. Like, look, you don't agree with my lifestyle. So why would I tell you anything that happens? I agree. I would have felt the same way yes. if I was Emily, especially with Pam and her comments. Absolutely. I would, I would keep it all in. I would suffer in silence and just go about my day and Pam then sees Nick and she vouches for her kid and she says that Emily got this spot because she deserves it and not for any other reason and that's not how we raised our daughter and I just love this whole spiel and Nick was like I don't know how you raised your family she's like I'm about to get angry like she just was going Claws off it out. was so good she's like not my kid and then her and Emily have such a wonderful final, finally moment where Pam says, "I look, I don't understand, but I love you." Like Aww. finally, she she just needed to say those words. I need she needed Emily needed to hear that. Yeah, Pam needed to say those words, and it's sad that it took this instance of like, mm -hmm. listen, I might not agree with my kids' choices, but you're not going to judge my kids' choices, right? Exactly. Especially in the school setting. Yep. So it was sad it took this to happen to get there, but <sighs> yeah. Hopefully we break are on a better path right. now. I hope it's up up from here and not down. Yeah. The two of them hug it out and they say they're going to meet at home. So Emily gets in her car and Paige like quickly follows in and she tells Emily that she, you know, about her, the dad situation. And then Emily's like, I need to go. I need to go home to my mom. And, she, and then Paige is like, oh my God, you and your mom, like you have it so easy. And Emily is like, what? planet are you from my life is anything but easy nobody understands me and then at this point Paige grabs her face and she kisses her yeah and then she whispers like not to tell no don't tell anyone I didn't even catch that she's like don't tell we saw this coming Paige is so intense yeah she's just she's so intense, intense. <laughs> she's one note and it's intensity <laughs> it's Paige McCullers equals intensity yeah 
Um, and then the end of the episode, we have Mrs. Potter's grave and someone is bringing it flowers in the dark. And Michelle is like, oh, maybe this is like a closing chapter on the Mrs. Potter story. Because to me, yeah. it could be like, was A responsible for Mrs. Potter's well, death? Well, that, I think it's, yeah, I think it could or lead Or is it like a that. red herring? Right. I think it's just to make us think. But I also really think that perhaps it's just the end. I hope. I think so, too. I hope so. I'm pretty sure. Sh- I'm like, I'm like 99.9999% sure this is the end of the mrs potter money stealing situation because then a is really helping like azaria is in the clear right Mm -hmm. we tortured hannah and the whole money situation but ultimately we helped her Mm -hmm. so that'd be weird they're pawns you know like yeah. the A can do whatever A wants right, to do. Like right, A is right. like, I have the power always so I can give it and I can take it away. Right. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see about that. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure this is the end of the whole Mrs. Potter storyline. Okay. So we have a little message from A this week. We have two. They had commented Ooh. on our YouTube video yes. with a, a swimmer's it's emoji. Like three swimmer emojis. <laughs> funny. And they also emailed us uh, yesterday that you are in no position to make demands. This journey that we are on together is not about you telling me what to do. Who do you think you're dealing with? Oh, that's right. You don't know. But obviously my name starts with A. This too is a truth. Mm. That was like a bad page from a Dr. Seuss book. (laughs) You can do better, A. (laughs) That's what I have to say about that. Um, mm, yeah, okay. You can do better, A. Eh? And we, this is our podcast and we do make the rules. I'm sorry That's to right. say. That's right. Not impressed. Give us something. It's still fun, however. No, please keep sending because I really do like it. Yeah. Also, I feel like I can't believe you that your name starts with an A. This too is a truth. You're going to spin it somehow where it's Michael and your name has an A in it. Right. And you capitalize the A in Michael. Right. So prove us wrong. Prove us wrong, A. Unless it's Jalance working with Mike. Oh, because of Jillian? Uh Uh-huh. I was like, Jalance with like an A. (laughs) (laughs) That would be fun. But Jillian's been super quiet because she hates Pretty Little Liars. Well, wouldn't that make her? Yeah, actually, that would be prime suspect. That would be perfection. Let's go over the Jillian train and just keep blaming Jalance. I hope Jillian, uh, Jalance tunes in at some point and be like, wow, how dare they they pin this on me? (laughs) And then message Mike and be like, how dare you, fiance? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back with your segments okay so this week's rosewood shop flavor is cold stone creamery dough for it classic cookie dough ice cream chocolate chips cookie dough and sugar crystals i was not there were no sugar crystals at cold stone there were no sugar crystals at cold stone is that just a bigger grain of sugar yeah i mean i i expect it to be like rock candy candy. Rock candy is delish. Mm. The phrase, go for it, was quite evident in this episode, even if it was never said. Pam standing up for Emily and putting Paige's dad in his place. Ella trying to make friends at work and agreeing to go to a book signing. This only makes Byron jealous as he thinks only her and Ezra are going. 
This leads him to lose it at parent-teacher conferences, and then he goes, and then he really goes for it and tears Ezra down in front of Arya, only to find out that all the teachers were going on the book signing, and he ended up calling Ezra and asking him for to go for a beer, while Ezra and Arya are going are trying to go for it. <laughs> and finally, Paige leaning into her confusion and feelings and kisses Emily, leaving her stunned. Ooh. We hope you're enjoying this week's episode of We Are Liars and appreciate you for listening every week. All of our shows are funded by our Bettys who pledge to our Patreon and it means the world to us. We have tiers starting at a dollar and offer some pretty cool perks like guest hosting on the podcast, listening to episodes a day early, an invitation to the best group chat ever via Discord. To learn more about our network and everything we offer, check out patreon.com slash network. Okay, so as we said, this episode aired on February 20, on February 14th, or 2-4, the same mysterious numbers in Jenna's brow message and on the motel door. Earlier in season one, A is shown painting over the population sign, Welcome to Rosewood, at the end of the episode when Spencer and Toby are in front of the sign, the original number is there with no paint scene. Yeah, I noticed that too. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Some questions. Britt says, what are your thoughts on Ezra in this episode? She loved how he handled Nick McCullers and thought he was funny in the Byron scenes. I got nothing. I truly don't. I really. It's not like I hate him. He does nothing for me. And so honestly, when he's on screen, which is awful, or if it's zone like, out as I zone out. Yeah. And that's why you're here to recap it for me. <laughs> he, I feel like he's he's fine without Arya. Yeah. Just I, as I though just... Arya is better without Ezra. Yeah. Um I could I could see why people would why students would have a crush on him. Sure. I can see why staff would have a crush on him. Um if I was in high school, I like definitely have a crush on him. But I can't get past the ickiness still. Yeah, I even mean, even though we said last week with Ashley I know. that we we're gonna try, I remember that we we're gonna try, and it wasn't even that. I just like he doesn't. There's so many other interesting characters in this show that yes. he's so low bar for me. Agreed. He, I'm he's gl- very one note. Yeah, I'm glad he handled the teacher. I mean, he, I'm glad he handled the parent as a teacher. He did a good mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. diffusing yeah. the situation. He did. He did. Good um, job. You did your job. Yeah. A little pat on the back there. Yeah. Michelle, do you like Toby and Spencer? Yes. Spoby. Now I get it. Last week, I'm like, I didn't, not that I didn't want it. I just didn't pick up on a vibe. Mm -hmm. And if there's a vibe here, I'm into it. Yeah. I definitely see more of a, the more we get them, the more the the vibes are there. Yeah. For sure. Um, I like it very much. I like it. What are you calling them? Spoby. Spoby? Spoby. It sounds like the Scoby at the bottom of kombucha <laughs> right it does <laughs> it's spoby spoby caleb and spoby okay what do you think is going to happen with mrs potter's fake nephew nothing i'm hoping he's on the island yeah he's on the island okay good yeah yeah, yeah i think it's time to go kate says it seems like caleb has a skill set that could be useful to the liars yes do you think that hannah will tell him what is going on with a i really hope so i hope she can confide in him 
and maybe he can kind of protect them a little bit or just be used as a resource. And maybe she'll slowly tell him more and more. Like, it's not going to happen all at once. Right, yeah. And I don't know if she'll tell the girls that she clued him in. Although it would be fun if he became the fifth liar. It would be fun. There's four of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That would be fun. Yeah. And you know what I'm just thinking about now, too? In next week's episode, Ezra says something to Arya like, they don't know about us, right? And Arya's like, no. So the girls, Ezra still doesn't know that Arya told them all about them. Well, it's a good thing. If I was Ezra, I'd be shitting my pants. Same. Yeah, that cannot get out. That's not something that should be spoken about. Nope. Yeah, that's not good. Right. So it's like secrets from your partner, right? So there's no way in hell she's going to be telling him about any time soon. No, 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 no. (laughs) But it would be good if these girls did have an outlet besides each other to utilize. Yeah. We'll see what happens there. Okay. Will says, why is Spencer my favorite character right now? I can't even explain it. I need some potential reasons. Do you? Why? She's great. She's awesome. She's like the only one that's really investigating everything. Yeah. She speaks up all the time. She's not a fucking quitter. She tells you when she's wrong. She tells you when you're wrong. Yeah. But I also think she feels like her name has now been dropped. Tarnished. So she's kind of being hunted. Yeah. Like Hannah was being messed with and all the other ones are being messed with. But like she... It seems like A has put her name in her mouth. Yeah. And as we can see, Spencer is also, uh, Jenna is also feared by Spencer. Right. So what is it about Spencer? And Allie always pegged everything on Spencer. Right. It's because Spencer speaks up and people do not like it. Yeah. 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 But that's a great choice to be a favorite. She's definitely a contender. Will says, what would a real Teens of Rosewood show look like? Who's getting pregnant first? Who's going to be on Dr. Phil? Who has the biggest initial story success? And who ends up on E! True Hollywood Story? (laughs) I feel like the entire premise and plots of at least in this first season are all like a Teen Rosewood success, mm-hmm. not success story, like, like drama. Like Arya is keeping her secret with Ezra. Yep. Spencer's hooking up with all of her sister's boyfriends. Yep. <laughs> Melissa's also pregnant. Like that's like a whole thing. Hannah and Ashley could be like the con artist mom and daughter, yep. you know, t- tag team. And Allie's then like dead. Allie's dead. That's a whole story. Emily right there. and Pam could definitely be on Dr. Phil. Absolutely. And then like I feel like Hannah and Mona could do be like on each true Hollywood story together. Yeah. Like the bopsy twins that did some shit <laughs> and they're throwing all caleb and tobifer in there it's just perfect jenna the whole thing jenna, jenna with the blindness oh the whole God. thing yeah it's all it, it could all be real housewives of rosewood it's good <laughs> the te- real teen wives of teen wives teen lives <laughs> teen lives vic says okay who are you rooting for to get together Spencer and Toby or Hannah and Caleb? If I guess if you had to pick. Hannah and Caleb. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Caleb. Caleb. Do you like popsicles? What is your favorite flavor? Oh, my God. It's been so long. My favorite flavor is either. Oh, God, I have so many favorite flavors. Grape. What kind of popsicle I love are grape. We, just a regular. I was thinking like that, that like four flavored pack of popsicles that your mom would buy in the summer when yeah. you were a kid. It was like cher- it was like cherry, orange, grape, and... Lime. Lime, usually. I love grape. I love grape. Yeah. I love cherry, too, but I also love orange. Oh, me, too. 
And I would. And I love lime. I would take a lime <laughs> as well. Funny story. My aunt always tells this story about how when we were kids and she offered me this, this uh, popsicle choices. And she goes, okay, Liz, I have cherry, I have grape, and I have lime. And I was like, I really want just orange. And she's like, but I have cherry, grape, or lime. Which one? I was like, orange, please. And she's like, you're not getting it, though. <laughs> she's like, you're, you're always the, the black sheep. <laughs> the girl wants what she wants. I want what I want. Just deliver, please. Yeah. Yeah, but I think if I had to pick it on top, grape. Grape. Yeah, same. I love grape flavor. Yeah, me too. Have you ever witnessed an angry parent at school while you were having lunch or even in the hall? Mm, no, because parents were not allowed to just walk into our no. school. You had to check in at the front desk. Lots of things to do. Lots yeah. of things changed. I mean, well, I think this is TV, right? So, but you couldn't just walk in. So I never witnessed. No. Did you? No, I mean, I, I witnessed a lot of dance moms. Well, yeah, but that, not in school. <laughs> but never in school. But yeah. oh, a lot of dance moms for sure. Like my daughter this, my son that preferential treatments yeah all yeah. that got it <laughs> yeah i could see that mm-hmm. mike says i don't really know much about inheritance but isn't there a will like a lawyer would have read it and followed that to where the money goes some right. guy just can't show up and take it unless i'm wrong yeah i, I think you're right. right absolutely that's why i was like this whole thing is so confusing and all unnecessary for us like why do we have to do this again no again maybe for to show caleb's skill set him helping Hannah. That that's, was the part. That's a Yes, that's that a very the, good thought. Very good point. thought. Did your parents always go to parent-teacher inf- interviews? So we always call them conferences. That's the second person that said interview. Interview. Yeah. It was always parent-teacher conference. <laughs> yep, conference. My parents went to every single one. Everyone. Do you Everyone. In high school, you would go with your parents. Yeah, weird. But it was always fun being in high school at night. Yeah, and then you, like, show your parents, like, here, go on my schedule. And it was, like, super chill. And then you'd see, like, the parents after hours. And then you see, like, the kid you usually don't talk to. But, like, after hours, it's like, oh, hey, how you yeah. doing? This <laughs> is my ex- mom. It was always like that. You felt it was so much more relaxed. It was. Yeah. yeah. And what was, like, the most comment? What was the comment that you would get a lot as a, a teacher? Where there's, like, a specific thing that people would say about you? Not really. I mean, I was a really good student. I was just... A good egg. I didn't cause trouble. Right. Always turned in my stuff on time. I pretty much got straight A's. I don't even mean to sound this like, oh, good for you, Michelle. But like, <laughs> it was I, pretty boring, honestly. Yeah. The you? teachers always said that I'm so quiet. And my parents were like, who are you talking about? Yeah. Because I was like, always. I mean, you guys know me. They're like, she's quiet. I'm like, in school, I always like, like you, I sat there, I listened, I respected my teachers and yep. I try not to get myself in trouble. I always were like the ones that I would have the friends and the friends would talk to me and then they'd be like, girls. And I'd be like, I didn't do anything though. Yeah. Like, you know, they'd have to like separate us. I'm like, but I, I'm not the instigator. No, I was never the instigator and I was always quiet. Always quiet, which is so funny now. Well, I'm, you know, it's funny. I'm still kind of. In like a class setting, though, I am still kind of oh, quiet. Oh, yeah. Me too. Just, you know, I never, first of all, I never like to be wrong. So if I don't know the answer, I'm never going <gasps> to say anything. Oh, my God. And I hate popcorn. And then don't, yeah, don't popcorn me. Don't pick on me. I remember in college, I had this one professor that you just like, you never, he would just be like, blah, 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 blah. And you. And yeah. I'd be like, 
please. I don't even know what you just said. I'm so processing. I think I'll never forget one time he asked me what the word justice meant. And I literally just went. (laughs) And I was like, but not even as like an adult, I'm like, but how do you describe the word justice? Justice means justice. Justice. Like it's good. It's like justice. Like I couldn't. Yeah. Never live it down. You never forget those moments that you were embarrassed. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I remember in fifth grade there was the spelling bee oh yeah and I lost on the word horizon because I was thinking out loud and they counted that that's wrong and I went hmm oh uh and they're like disqualified because I said oh (gasps) that is bullshit you were probably in the uh, in the cafeteria for that probably in the whole school (sighs) I'm surprised I didn't stand up and be like fuck this you miss quiet (laughs) At that point, you were in third grade, and you would have stood up. Seven. Fuck this. Are you kidding? That's my sister's friend. That's my sister's friend. Don't treat her that way. All right. Do you have a a cringe scene worth talking about? I mean, Michelle kept pointing out how each time the transitions with Spencer's shoes. What was that? Okay. Tell me, chat. I'm calling out because we are live tonight. And you can write in, but like the transitions in this episode were super focused on feet. And then Liz is like, maybe they partnered with Payless because we saw Spencer's nude pumps. Mm-hmm. And then we have a shot of her with these lavender like heads. heads. They were just so weird. Yeah. What was that about? I don't know. It's like to show that she was maybe like nervous to, and hesitant to go into Toby's house. But why each and the motel shot? in the dashboard was really weird yeah they could have just passed by the motel and shown us the 214 and not like in the reflection of the car shown that like it was a choice it was a choice it was a choice made and it was the wrong choice yeah <laughs> yeah uh what about a favorite quote Paige is such a knob what does that even mean like up. a doorknob mm. a knob k-n-o-b what does that mean I've never heard anyone been described as a knob before. What was your favorite quote? Um, I had, they brought me into class to place up, Caleb. Oh my God. And the eyebrow raise. (gasps) I also like Spencer. Am I supposed to go buy an old Michael Jackson album? (laughs) Uh, So good. Do you want to do an MVP or are we going to wait for the chat? See if anyone has any answers about the the knob. (laughs) <laughs> the knob. we could do mvp you want to do it on a three two one yeah i do okay ready yep three, three two, two one Caleb. mostly everyone picked pam but yeah. i and i totally get that i felt she was my blue ribbon this week yeah 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 she was great uh finally she had her moment but i picked Caleb. i mean always yeah i just liked how he took it upon himself to research this james leland thing like he didn't even hannah didn't even ask him to do it and I feel like he's like, well, let me try and like help out some more. Like this girl is giving me a place to yeah. stay, you know? So I thought it was he's so smart. He's so smart. And he's just so good with technology. Like you will see this even more. Like that's his thing. But like, also to notice the detail, like you say you're an architect, but you're using a shitty plastic pad. Right? Like, you know, for a foster kid, he's he's been around the block. Yeah. Like he's seen a lot of different ways of life. And he's like, all right. Not right. That's not good. Yeah, but Pam. Pam. Finally. Finally. finally, Sticking up Mama Bear came out. Don't mess with my kid. I don't understand it, but I love you. Exactly. 
all we needed That's was all we just needed. that. We needed that from the first yeah. moment that Emily came out, but we understand everyone processing things differently, and she's finally arrived. Hopefully it sticks. Uh, shittiest? Yeah. Three, two, two one, Nick. Nick. Yeah. yeah. Mostly everyone picked Nick. Nick McCullers. Yeah. Do we see him again? Does he cause more issues? I don't remember. But we still see Paige, I know. We definitely see Paige. I can look up and see. All right. So this was his last appearance, but they do mention him one other time. So he's basically on the island. All right. So time for a Betty of the Week. Yay. You were total better, total better, total better, total better. You're a total Betty. This week we have chosen Lisa. Lisa Delive. We love her. Uh, we just wanted to shout her out this week. Thank you for your participation on our topic Tuesdays. Thank you for your pledge. Thank you for your emails. We appreciate you so much, and we always are happy when we get to hear from you. So. Thank you so much. Hope this made your week. Thanks, Lisa. (laughs) Okay, it's time for an emoji. I was thinking a fancy pen. They have a fancy pen. Uh, Yeah. It's like one of those pens that have like, it might be a Mont Mont Blanc. Yeah, let's absolutely (laughs) do a pen. Yeah. There's a couple of pen emojis, but there is like a specifically a black fancy pen. Yes. So we'd like that one, please. You know, wherever you please. If you'd like to send it in a DM on Instagram, on Discord, email, possibly an Apple podcast review, which we have one to read this week. Thank you so much. A pretty liar. We do. Our pretty liar. Muse chick. Love you, girls. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Five stars. Mm. These girls are the key emoji to my heart each week, and I can't wait to listen to them every Wednesday. Actually, also every Monday for their Talk in Texas Forever podcast. Smile emoji. They make me laugh. I always know it's going to be a good day when I listen to them. Check them out for yourselves. You will love them too. Heart emoji, heart emoji. Thank you. Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> love your use sweet. of emojis. Yes. Thank you for you reading the review. You understood the assignment. You understood the assignment. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thanks, Vic. All right, and we're at the end. I'm going to tell you the title for next week's episode, and I have a, a little secret. Okay, I'm not going to write it down. You think That's about okay. it. I'm just going to store it. Yep. So the title for episode 18 is The Badass Seed. <laughs> okay. And my secret is... I've got a secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. That the girls may have stumbled upon Allie's murder weapon. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think the murder weapon is if you had to take a gander? (laughs) A crowbar. Ooh, a crowbar. Or a bat. Where do you think they're going to find it? Where do I think they're going to find it? Maybe a monk. I don't know. My first thought was like kind of with Ian's stuff. Uh-huh. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe in the luggage. I don't know. Mm. Something like that. That's how what I'm feeling. I'm feeling crowbar or metal bat in with Ian's stuff. All right. That's that's what I'm feeling. I love it. I also think maybe 
you said they they think they found well they found something they think they found something and they think it was a murder weapon right 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 so i think they think they found something but it's actually <laughs> not it okay it's just gonna look really suspicious mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well i can confirm that ian is in next week oh they're back from wherever they were yes yeah um next week actually to give you a little bit more insight Ezra is putting on a play of the bad seed. Oh, okay. And uh, so all the girls are like trying out. It's cute. It's a cute episode. Oh, yeah. I well, really like next week's you've episode. You've talked so much about it. So I'm very excited for next week. Yeah. Next week is very entertaining for multiple reasons. And you'll see. And I cannot wait to discuss with you. Yay. Um. Yeah. So if you had like one light predict about what's going to happen, maybe with the play, maybe It'll be, I think things are going to go bad in the play and mm-hmm. a will be the one to mess with the play. Okay. 100%. Yeah. And I think we're getting either like a very close makeout scene, a changing scene. I still am standing by like walking in on Caleb, taking his shirt off or something that needs, because he's still living there? Yes, because yes. she walked him home. Oh, my God. Yes. So oh, my God. Did you not swoon when he said that? Yes. I was, like, mel- just melting. And, like, we've seen him in the green cargo jacket, army jacket, which I think is cute, but, like, a red plaid. Mm. It's looking buffalo good. Buffalo plaid, a little buffalo. I love it. Buffalo check. Yeah. Into it. Super cute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's so swoony. I'm so happy that he's here. Me, too. And that... I'm, because, I mean, obviously... We've talked about this a lot, but Hannah is probably our favorite liar right now at this yes, point. Agreed. So it's only even more amazing that we have a love interest and it's, he's yeah. so swoony for yes. her, especially. It, they seem to complement each other mm-hmm. very nicely. Right. Yeah. They're, they're a little bit uh, opposite. Well, they're a lot opposite, but they both have this kind of like mutual like curiosity mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I love it so much. Good. Yeah. All right. So we will be back next week for episode 18. Oh, wow. We are really close. We are really close to the end. Wow. So if you have any questions for us for next week, please email us. We are liarspod at gmail.com because we'll love to read them on air. All right. You have an assignment also to send those Apple podcasts. We need a liar for next week. We need a liar for next week. We are at the lim- we are at the uh, the end of our our roster here, which we're so thankful for. Of course, but we need more liars. That's it. So just bring your one. pretty little liars friends over. Tell them about us and that we'd like to get to know them. Okay, and that we are not liars, even though A says that we are, but A is a real liar, Michael. All right, and maybe possibly J- Jillian. <laughs> All right, until next week. (laughs) What's Mike saying in the chat, huh? Thank you so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. You can email us at weareliarspod at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram and search Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty podcast produced and edited by Alyssa Tenio and Michelle Rubenstein. Music by Anthony Vacora.